Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money Program's online radio show. I'm your host, Sarah Kurth, Community Relations Coordinator at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of Denver, Arapahoe, and Adams counties. On this show, I'd like to welcome Amy Fidelis, the Financial Education Director at Empowered, formerly Community Credit Counseling Services. Empowered is a nonprofit resource for individuals and families in Colorado who want to learn about money management and participate in coaching to achieve their personal definition of financial success. We'll be talking about bankruptcy and how to know if it's a good option for you. Hi, Amy. Thanks for joining me. Hello. Thanks for having me. Let's start out by having you tell us a little bit about your background and what you do at Empowered. Sure. So I'm an accredited credit counselor and a certified credit union financial counselor and a former high school teacher. Um, but what we do here at Empowered is really work to empower people to change the way they think and act and feel around their money um, and learn you know, what healthy financial habits look like and that there is hope and, and that you can move forward from financial crises. So um, my job here is just to facilitate that through marketing and partner outreach and classes in the community. Great. Um, so you often hear that bankruptcy should be an option of last resort. Um, personal bankruptcy is a legal procedure in which a person receives a discharge, which is a court order stating that they don't have to repay certain debts. Uh, there are two types of bankruptcy, Chapter 7 and Chapter 13. Um, could you please share what the difference, main differences are between the two? Sure. The main difference, without you know giving legal advice since I'm not an attorney, um, is uh, chapter 7 is um, you have to pass a means test, and essentially your debts are um, not going to be repaid by you. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're wiped out of the debts that qualify, and, and you start over. Um, in a Chapter 13, if you can't pass the means test to qualify for a 7, then you're restructuring your mm-hmm. debts, and so the trustee is deciding who gets paid, how much, and in what order. And so things are rearranged into a plan that fits better within your budget, and that can be, you know, three to five years in some cases to, to pay back. Which of the two is uh, more common? You know, that is a really good question. Um, I don't I don't know, to be honest with you. I okay. know we in a 12-month period we had over 30,000 filings in Colorado, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I would guess that a 13 is more common, um, right. Since it has because the means test is fairly um, involved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in either case, the consumer filing has to go through bankruptcy education, right. and that's another, could be another barrier. Mm-hmm. So uh, what issues should consumers consider if... Um, decide to consider if uh, bankruptcy is a good option for them? Sure. Um, Well, let's look at the severity of the issue. What is prompting the need for bankruptcy? So is it um, just late payments on debts? Is it uh, an 
you know, a pending foreclosure? Um, have, have have your debts gone all the way to the stage of um, judgment, which still you, bankruptcy may not have to happen, or have you gone all the way to garnishment? Mm-hmm. And so I would say, you know, what what's the severity of the issue? How much money is coming in to be able to tackle those debts? Um, and then go from there. Are there any uh, steps that you'd recommend before people try to take the leap and consider uh, bankruptcy as an option? Sure. You know, I mean, one, educating yourself on what the process is and what it does to your credit and um, for your financial life. There definitely is life after bankruptcy, but mm-hmm. it's um, a pretty serious tool to use, so you want to use it really well. Let's say my house is not in danger and I have some medical debt or some credit cards that maybe if I sat down um, and worked out my budget, I could actually repay those, but in but I don't know that, so I go through the bankruptcy process, which is expensive if I pay an attorney and, and do the required education, and then I get in trouble, and now my mortgage is behind, and now I'm facing foreclosure. Well, because I've already filed for bankruptcy, depending on the type, mm-hmm. I may not be able to use bankruptcy to protect my home from foreclosure. So... There, there are these different pieces that you you have to look at the overall financial picture. I would say come in and talk to a financial coach, um, you know, at our office, or you know, sit down with an attorney. But definitely get both sides, mm-hmm. um, so that you can really weigh all your options before you take any action. So maybe try to work through a debt management plan with a credit counselor. Um, what about to- uh, trying to negotiate with creditors? Sure. I mean, you you could certainly try that um, on your own. They are not always necessarily willing. One of the reasons credit counseling as an industry exists is because the credit card issuing companies know that um, the nonprofit's going to work with the consumer, and mm-hmm. and they have agreements in place already, and so there's there's already a kind of a standard setup right. um, that the consumer can access that they can't necessarily access directly on their own. Okay. Um, yeah, debt management plans could be a solution, but you know sometimes bankruptcy really is the right option, and in mm-hmm. that case, then you you, you move forward. So uh, what are some of the requirements a person um, must meet to be eligible to file for Chapter 7 or Chapter 13 bankruptcy? Can you not have filed bankruptcy in the past five years, um, or is that even a factor? Yeah, there are different requirements um, based on when you've filed, um, whether you filed a 13 or a 7. Sometimes um, the different types can get converted. Um, uh, you know, like I said, to to do a 7, you need to um, pass a means test that can be fairly involved. That's not something that we, as the the credit counselors, even are able to tell a client. We can't say mm-hmm. yes, you would pass, or no, you would pass. We okay. um, or no, you wouldn't. We that's something an attorney mm-hmm. would need to look at. Um, but yes, it depends. There are different rules um, in terms of the amount of years that you have to wait between filing the different types. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, again, that's why have a consumer come and sit in with a counselor who can look at their individual situation to say, you know, okay, if you filed this type, you need to wait this many years. But you also need to remember that it sits on your credit report, right? Right. So if yeah. you're going to go that route, um, let's really look at why we're here again, um, what's going on, and and are you willing to go through the expense and take that hit? But, again, it can be a very appropriate solution. It just depends. 
Okay, and so uh, what are some red flags that might indicate that bankruptcy is a good option for someone if they've pursued other um, solutions already? Well, you know, I mean, it depends. If if you've gone all the way you can through housing counseling and your foreclosure is just there's no other way to to protect yourself against it, um, if you've, you know, if bills have gone through collections to the point that now they're in judgment and beyond getting a judgment uh, against you, now you've actually got a garnishment of your wages or of the funds in your checking account or, or um, savings account or a lien on your property, those sorts of things. So those are, or, you know, is, is the debt just so massive that there is no plan that will, you know, help you out of it? There's no income level that's really going to, going to get you to a good position with that. Um, the other piece to consider with all this is, um, you know, whether or not you, like I said, how quickly can you bounce back from it? Mm-hmm. Um, what it's going to do to your credit? Do you have the funds to pay the attorney? And remembering, let, let's say, okay, you, you just so that you're aware, you know, you can Sometimes you can keep your house and your car in through bankruptcy. There are exemptions mm-hmm. up to certain amounts, so you're not going to lose everything. Um, let's, but just being aware that you're going to, you know, pay the attorney fees, pay the court fees, um, have this damage to your credit, and let's say all the debts go away in a Chapter Seven, you still have your income and expenses to worry about every month. Right. So those basic living things don't get sorted out once the debt goes away. It doesn't necessarily, you still have to really work on making sure you can keep the roof over your head and and all that. Okay. Um, And so you mentioned some of the issues that might arise as a consequence of filing bankruptcy. Um, Exactly how long does um, bankruptcy filing stay on your credit report, and are there any um, types of debts that are never dischargeable in bankruptcy? Yeah, fair question. That's that's one of the pieces I wanted to make sure that we mentioned. Um, so depending on which type you file, it could be on your report for seven to ten years. Again, you can still improve your score in that time by doing mm-hmm. other good things for your credit. Um, but it's important to remember that tax debts to the IRS are not dischargeable, and mm-hmm. student loans are not. So you you know if those are your main burdens, bankruptcy is not going to protect you. Right. In that, there can be some caveats, you know, um, in terms of what happens with the interest payments on a student loan or maybe restructuring them a little bit during uh, Chapter 13. Um, but, again, but you can't ever just get rid of them. So th- those are some of those burdens that remain even if bankruptcy is the option used. Okay. And so it's obviously important to understand and accept the downside of bankruptcy before you file and ideally, bankruptcy should leave the filer in a better place than before they filed for bankruptcy. So what uh, possible benefits can be reaped from filing for bankruptcy if it's an appropriate last resort? Sure. You know, I mean, it really can give you a fresh start, um, and, and you can um, build, rebuild your credit, and, and you can take away all of that financial stress. Again, like I said, if you're, it can stop garnishments, mm-hmm. um, you can stop other processes, so it can it can help you maybe stay in your home or, or things like that. Um, but again, you know, it's just is it the absolute right choice? And that's that's right. where you need to sit down and talk with someone. 
And uh, what requirements must filers follow after they file for bankruptcy? So you mentioned that there's pre-bankruptcy education and fees that must be paid to the courts, lawyers, et cetera, but uh, what are the requirements after filing? Sure. So after you file, there's a second class to take called the debtor education course. And so you you take a credit counseling class the first time before you file. You file, and then there's a debtor education class that you need to complete. And the idea behind that is that you're getting um, solid personal finance information mm -hmm. to in better shape after the bankruptcy. Right. Um, and so those are the pieces. Those certificates are key. Your whole case could get. Um, dismissed if you don't have all the right pieces. Interesting. Okay, well, thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise, Amy. Could you please share your contact information with our listeners so they can reach out if they have any questions? Sure. Um, you can call us here at 303-233-2773 or email me directly at amy at empoweredcolorado.org. And just as a reminder, this is advice from an accredited credit counselor, but it is not legal advice. Fair enough, and I, too, am not an attorney, so uh, please refer to an attorney if you have questions or require legal advice. Thank you again. For more information about this topic, feel free to email education at denvercommunity.coop. Follow Denver Community on Twitter or Facebook for personal finance tips and community news. Our website is www.denvercommunity.coop/education. Thanks for listening. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.